Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. You will not regret it. You can build your winning lineups in the palm of your hand, all the tools, all the sports, all the sites. Go check that out. You can find myself on Twitter at BDNTrick. And if you watch the show on the Line Star YouTube channel, you can see. The band is back together. You can find them on Twitter <laughs> at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, my friend, I've missed you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm tired. A lot of moving stuff, obviously, but uh, I am uh, ready to go. So I am uh, exhausted, but here we're ready. Yes, we are glad to have you. We got a ten game slate, so it's kind of a medium, a medium pace, as they say, <laughs> to get you ready and get your feet wet again to get you back in the action. So I won't, I won't say too much more than. Um, download the app and follow them on Twitter because I have alerts for Lionstar and I just found out um, Tommy Pham hit the longest home run of the season four and 86 feet in Coors Field tonight. So you got that going yeah. for you. Yeah. So go check all that good stuff out there. But let's just do it. Let's bang this one out. Ten games. There's a five-game early slate. The app has you covered there too and the chat room. So check all that stuff out. We're doing the ten-game main slate and it starts out with our good buddies Boston at the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. The New York Yankees swept the doubleheader on Tuesday, so you know rivalries don't care about stuff like this. Nick Pavetta, Andrew Heaney, over under, and this has climbed. It was over under of ten about an hour ago. It's up to ten and a half now, and I am not surprised at all. I'm just going to cut to the chase. Are you interested in either pitcher on this one? Not really, uh, and and don't ask me over unders apparently because the, right before I left, I butchered them. But uh, you know, Pavetta. Two quality starts in a row, but the Yankees are a tough draw, especially right now. So I'm going to pass on both pitchers here. I'll go with some hitting. Uh, Stanton, who has like the most 115 mile per hour uh, exit velocity by double the next person. It's insane. And he went yard tonight. Uh, He's three for 10 with a bomb against Pavetta in his career. Three for six for JD with two homers against Heaney. Uh, Seven for 13 for Xander Bogats with two doubles and a bomb. And then there's other hot hitters. I mean, Judge, LeMayhew, uh, Gardner, Renfro, Dahlbeck, Devers, Kike. Uh, so I'm I'm all about uh, hitters in this game. Yeah, it's a, it's a great game to stack. It's a shame that the Rockies are on the early slate because Arietta is pitching in that one. So that's an easy one. We could have had Arietta and Heaney on the same slate. It would have been just the stars aligning. But we'll have to pick this one. Uh, the Yankees will be a good stack to be contrarian because out of the game stack, most will want Boston for good reason. So you mentioned Stanton's actually feeling it. Judge is swinging it well. But you get like, the values in Wade and Odor and company and make that work. I'm obviously like the Boston side of things. You got J.D. Martinez. But if you want to kind of be farther down the order, maybe lower ownership, Renfro is crushing everything, especially lefties. Dahlback's heating up. Um, Christian Vasquez is 27 on DK. You don't need a catcher on FanDuel. He went deep on um, on Tuesday as well. So you can get some cheaper pieces there to go with your, your your Bogarts, your Martinez's, and some others there if you want to. But definitely one we want to attack. He's allowing like two to three home runs per game. Just keep keep having fun with this one. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at the Detroit Tigers on this one. We got Shohei Otani versus um, we had Tariq Skubal. 
over under of eight and a half on this one. Otani's 86 on DK, 10-5 on FanDuel. Scubal 74 and 86. As usual, DK has Otani mispriced. Are you in at 8,600? Yeah, I mean, five quality starts in a row. Uh, how can you not be, especially against Detroit, who strikes out all the time? I even think Scoople might be a secondary option today, too. So uh, I'm in on both pitchers in this game, which makes me outish on hitters. I mean, uh, Marsh is a nice option in 3,023. Uh, Miggy going after 532 and 29 could be interesting. Maybe Grossman at 35 on either is good. So uh, there's a little uh, hitting you can you know pick through here, but mainly pitching in this one. Yeah, I don't know what takes longer, Miggy running to first base or finally hitting 500. It's taking a while. <laughs> like we've been waiting for this one. It's just not happening. But I'm with you on both pitchers. 86 on DK is crazy for Otani. I think 10-5, he's still in play, much less ownership, because he'll get you the quality start, but he won't go super deep type thing. And I like the call on Scoobal, especially on DK at 74. Um, the last two starts have been great. I've said it all year. It, it's like simple stuff, but it's really with him. If he doesn't give him home runs, he pitches great. Yeah, it sounds simple, but there's a guy in this slate, like even the Scherzer's of the world, they give up home runs and they're fine. Something about Scooble, he gives up one and it turns into two or three and he just unravels. He can't get it yeah. through his, his, his head. So when he doesn't give up home runs, Landmine. He's, yep, he's phenomenal. So he makes for a very good GPP play, especially on DK at 74. And I'm out on bats with you on this one. Atlanta at Miami in this one. We got Charlie Morton, Jesus Lazardo over under seven and a half. Morton's the guy I was talking about. Strikes out a ton of guys, gives up home runs, but he survives type thing. Yeah. He's 97 on DK, 92 on FanDuel. Lazardo, 61 and 65. I love Morton. He's one of my favorite pay-up spots on this entire slate. Yeah, the Marlins are 25th in run scored since the beginning of August, too. So this is just a great spot for him. Uh, there is a little PVB data here. Uh, Jess is home four for nine with a bomb against Morton. Uh, Brinson's hot. Aguilar's hot. But I would rather I'm going to go Morton and Braves bats. Uh, Morton and Swanson, Albies, Riley. Uh, you know, I'll I'll pick out of that group. 100% with you, Morton. Like I said, my top guy, I think 92 on Fandles stealing. That's like a really good price. Love him on DK, too. As my SP one, and then if you are stacking the Braves against Lazardo, Lazardo's just giving up the long ball, walking a ton of guys. It's just been messy with him right now. I think he's need to an off season to figure things out. So yeah, get your Braves, your Swansons, your Rallies. Like you said, Albies crushes lefties. So I uh, stacked it up and uh, and have some fun in that one. Here is the game I am looking to just destroy outside of the Boston <laughs> New York game, Baltimore at Tampa Bay. We have um, Watkins versus Yarbrough coming off the COVID IL. Watkins pitches to a ton of contact. Yarborough has been a hot garbage of late. I love a stack on both sides in this one, Bogman. Yeah, you mentioned it. Pass on Watkins for me. Ten runs in his last ten innings pitched for Yarborough. So let's stack it up. Santander, Stewart, Hayes, Mullins, Mateo, all been hitting for the Orioles. Uh, Lau, Franco, uh, Kiermaier, Randy Rosarena. Uh, I think I'm going to you know, just stack up some bats in this game. Yeah, the Rays side is one of my favorite stacks on the slate. Brandon Lau, uh, we love him in this situation. And, uh, Randy Rosarena, Lau and Rosarena, like my two top plays. Cruz double-donged on Tuesday. Uh, Zunino's hitting everything, righties and lefties right now. He went deep on Tuesday. Those are four great plays. If you want to be a little contrarian, though, and Franco's hitting too. But Kiermaier, silly cheap, and he is swinging a very good bat. And so is Brett Phillips. And oh, they're yeah, both, yeah. They're both really, really cheap, and that's one way because the Rays will be popular tonight. So if you want to be a little different, dabble in some Kiermaier and some uh, and Brett Phillips. I'm a big fan of that, and I don't mind bringing it back with Baltimore. You mentioned the guys, Santander, Hayes, Mullins. Uh, get at it because this game, there's no total yet because Yarbrough's coming off the IL, but it should be a, a good one. 
Milwaukee at St. Louis battle in the NL Central. We have Freddie Peralta going up against Jack Flaherty over under of seven. Peralta 10-2 on DK, 98 on Fandle. Flaherty 91 and 10-1. Flaherty went about 81 pitches. His last time out looked good, but about 81 pitches. You on both pitchers, just one. What are you, what are you thinking in this one? Uh, yeah, I like Peralta. He, I, he's always an option. He has one start versus St. Louis this year. Seven innings, no earn, eight strikeouts, one walk. So I'll probably piggyback off that. Uh, Flaherty put up good numbers in his first start, so I don't mind if you want to try him, but he is kind of expensive for a maybe-ish type of a guy at 91 and 10-1. Uh, there's some PVB data here on um, – uh, on both sides, Goldie four for eight with two bombs against Peralta, three for five for uh, Escobar against um, uh, Flaherty, and then eight for 25 with two homers and a double for Yelich against Flaherty. And then there's uh, hot bats on both sides Adamas, Urias, um, you know, Manny Pena has been nice recently, uh, Arenado, Tommy Edmond. So um, I, I think my First instinct is maybe bats, but I, you know, Peralta is always an option and Flair is a good secondary. Yeah, I don't mind using Peralta. I still, uh, I'd have Morton over Peralta for me on this yeah, slate. Me too. I don't mind him. I get it. Like we know what his ceiling can be, but there's two things I always say is right now, there's at any moment they could limit innings. Milwaukee, they, right, told us right. they won't tell us when, but they told us that. So that's always a scare if you're paying up. Secondly, St. Louis is just like pesky enough. They just don't strike out a ton. They don't strike out a ton. So that makes it tricky. The Flaherty side of it, I've already come to grasp that if he goes off, he goes off. I'm not going to have any shares because I think they still want to kind of like maybe 90 pitches this time around. And I like Milwaukee's bats. I respect Milwaukee's bats. So yeah. if you want anything in this one, I don't mind a little Milwaukee stack. But overall, it's, it's kind of pitching or just kind of watch. I'm hoping it is a good game and we go from there. Seattle at Texas in this one. Marco Gonzalez versus Mike Fultonevich over under of nine. Gonzalez 76 on DK, 82 on FanDuel, Fulty 51 and 7K. Gonzalez uh, faced uh, Texas his last time, nine innings, one run, like nine Ks for over 40 DraftKings points. I think he's going to be very popular, but for good reasons tonight, Bog. No, Fulty uh, was also good in that game. Uh, seven innings pitch, three earned, six strikeouts, no walks. So uh, it kind of makes me want to not mess with bats here. So not like there's a lot of bats you're going to pick through in this game anyway, but uh, maybe if you wanted a contrarian play or something, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up in this game. So uh, I think Gonzalez and Fulty are both kind of in play as secondary options. I, I'll never hate on the Fulty thing. It's kind of like the Harvey thing. Like I just have trouble stomaching it, but I get it. I yeah. Get it. Especially on DK at 51. You open, Sometimes you, you got to pinch your nose and take the medicine, you know, yep. ask my wife. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Seattle with Marco Gonzalez, I'm a big fan there. I, I'm a big fan there, but I think it's be popular. So when we recap pitching, I'll kind of tell you my mindset on attacking the pitching, but I do like Marco. If you are using hitters, it is to attack Fulty for me. And you want mainly lefties like JP Crawford, Jared Kalenix, really cheap. And, uh, Kyle Seager, those big, my main focuses. Otherwise I'm kind of at a pass here. Uh, you'll hear Pozo's name a lot. You mentioned you put him on the list. He's been very popular in the, the season long process. He's hitting bombs in triple a. He's, he's free. So if you want to go there right catcher, sure. Houston at Kansas City. We got Zach Granke, Brady Singer, over under of nine and a half in this one. Granke's 81 on DK's 88 on FanDuel. Uh, Singer 64 and 66. Never Granke, are you Granking tonight? I mean, obviously, I have no opinion on Granky, like I never do. So, uh, you know, uh, Bubba, you can tell us what you think. Singer, I'll pass on, and I like uh, Astros bats. Uh, Jake Meyer's been hitting, and he's cheap. 
Michael Brantley, uh, Jordan Alvarez, although he got uh, he didn't start tonight, so yeah. look out for him. Carlos Correa, and then uh, Salvi, Michael Taylor. Uh, Whit is four for five with two doubles and a bomb against Granky, so pretty nice right there. Three for six for Gerard Dyson as well against Granky. So uh, there's some PVB data here too. Yeah, never Granky for me. Um, yeah, keep an eye on Jordan Alvarez. He he was like he left two nights ago early. It was weird diagnosis. He's day to day. Didn't play on Tuesday. Hopefully he's back Wednesday because it'd be a great spot for him and he's crushing it. Um, and on and we mentioned it on the last night's show, the Astros are stupid cheap on Fanduel as a team. So that's one to keep an eye on. Overall though, it's the Astros for me in this one. Um, and, I, and I'll pass. Like I'm not going to use Granky. But I'm not you looking to go full stack on Granky either. Uh, a couple more games to get us through here. We got Oakland at the Chicago White Sox. Cole Irvin versus Sir Lancelot. Lance Lynn over under of eight and a half on this one. Irvin's 84 on DK, 82 on Fandle. Lynn, 10K and 95. Interest in either arm in this one? Um, Not really. I, obviously, Lynn is in play anytime you want to, but I think at the price, there's better options. I think Morton is probably the best option on the slate today or, or Otani you know, at his price. So I'll take those guys over him. Irvin, just not enough strikeout upside uh, for me to want to take him. But there is some PVB data here. Piscotti, 5 for 12 with a triple and a bomb against Lynn. 4 for 10 for Lowry with a double. 7 for 15 for Canna with a double, with two doubles. 10 for 31 for Josh Harrison, uh, right back up off the DL. Uh, IL, two bombs, three doubles. 8 for 28 for Marte with two doubles and a triple. So uh, this lineup kind of stacks pretty good against Lynn. Uh, and it might be a nice uh, play because I don't know how many people are going to stack against Lynn. So I kind of like the A's as a sneaky stack. Yeah, no, I like the call there. Like, I, I'm a big Lance Lynn fan. I'm not really looking to use him tonight because uh, he's been very inconsistent of late. So you're paying up for inconsistency, which I'm not a fan of this time of the year. And secondly, um, this A's team, they came into this series swinging one of the hotter bats in baseball. They've been pretty much ice cold the first two games. So I think they do make for a nice contrarian stack because no one's going to roster them. On the flip side, with the White Sox, I'm a big fan of targeting Irvin. Irvin got shelled by Texas. He's had good starts here and there, but if he's off, he's extremely hittable. So you got your Eloy Jimenez that we like. We got uh, Anderson versus a lefty. Abreu hit another home run on Tuesday. He's swinging a great bat. They're all expensive. But Lou Bob is 33 on DK and Andrew Vaughn's 31. So you got those two guys for nice and cheap, mix and match. I think the White Sox are a nice, fun one for you on Wednesday. Couple more here for you. Got Philadelphia at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Suarez versus Bumgarner. Suarez 57 and 65. Bumgarner 71 and 78. Are you going to either pitcher here? I mean, I don't hate Bumgarner at his price. You know, he's been pretty good for quality starts in a row. So an, a nice uh, secondary option there. Uh, not really interested in Suarez, just not going deep enough yet. Uh, Ketel Marte is three for three against Suarez uh, as well. So that's a little interesting. Uh, Harper, though, has been hot. Uh, Didi has been really good. Segura, Josh Rojas has been steaming really up, hot. but... But he is expensive. You got to pay up for him now. Uh, Varsho has been hitting as well. Paven Smith uh, coming back around as well. So, I mean, maybe a little mini uh, D back stack against uh, Suarez. Man, it's like we almost think alike here, Bogman. Um, <laughs> I think I think Bumgarner is kind of a, he's a good one. Like, I don't see a big ceiling for Bumgarner in this game, right? But he brings such a great floor at his price point that he, he intrigues me quite a bit. And um, I think a lot of Morton Bumgarners today. That yeah. could work. That could work for sure. 
I think the Arizona stack's interesting because Suarez, as good as he is, only going to go like three, maybe four innings if he's efficient. And then you get this Philadelphia bullpen, which has not been good. So makes it interesting. I've been using a lot of Josh Rojas. He is expensive. You can put Cattell Marte out there. You can like I don't know if I go like a full full stack, but like a two or three man stack. I don't mind a little Arizona in this game versus Philadelphia. It kind of intrigues me. Last game of the evening. Before we get to that, remind everybody if you give a rate review on iTunes, we would truly appreciate it for the on deck MLB DFS podcast. And also check out the Line Star YouTube channel. Give it a good old subscribe and a thumbs up. We would uh, it mean the world to us. And you can check out Bogman's two digs. It's great. It, <laughs> I it's mean, really it's pretty stuff. empty right now, but it, it'll get filled by next. I had a, that's for I sure. had a joke that would not be appropriate for this show, so we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> but um, yes, go check it out. It, it's good stuff. Last game of the evening: Pittsburgh Pirates, Los Angeles Dodgers. JT Brubaker versus Mister White. We are not playing Clue though. Uh, Brubaker sixty-eight <laughs> on DK, sixty-eight on Fan, Fan, or yeah, sixty-eight on Fandle. White is six thousand and fifty-eight. So bullpen game for the Dodgers, an unintentional bullpen game for Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not using either pitcher Bogman, but. But that's look interesting. You know, I just I find it so hilarious and it's appropriate too that uh, just the difference in price on these teams is insane. Yep. You know, uh, the Dodgers stack would be Will Smith at 52, Muncie at 57, Turner at 54, Bellinger cheap at 45, Seeger at 5000 versus 35, 3000, 26, 37, 2000 for Reynolds, Moran, Newman, Hayes, and Park. You know, so uh, I, if you want to stack up expensive, you want to stack up cheap. Uh, either way, use batters and use some hitters in this game. Yeah, the, the the Pirates are a nice cheap option if you want to. I'm not saying you have to because it's still the Pirates, but it feels like one of those nights we talked about in the past where I wouldn't be shocked if they put up like five or six. Right. Do just enough to, to get you some help. Dodgers are definitely in play. Brubaker has been bad of late, especially where it's left-handed hitting. So Muncie had the night off on Tuesday. You got to go back to that well on Mon- uh, on Wednesday with some of the other usual suspects. So I don't dislike a Dodger stack at all in this one all right recapping things real quick bogman who are your top pitchers on this slate i like morton otani peralta and gonzalez as my top four with secondaries of bumgarner uh flaherty scooble and faulty yeah, i got morton otani peralta up top and then down below gonzalez scooble and bumgarner so we're pretty much on the same stuff here and like i was gonna say my main builds you could go morton bumgarner but i'm gonna try to do as many morton otanis as i can that's gonna yeah. be my focus on DraftKings, and honestly, on FanDuel, the price point for Otani is a little tough, but Morton at 92, it's going to be real hard to walk away from that. That's going to be a great spot there. Uh, what stacks are you looking at tonight? Uh, for stacks, I mean, I, I like um, the Atlanta uh, stack against Lazardo because he's been rough. Baltimore at Tampa Bay, either side, like you mentioned before. Houston against Singer. Uh, Oakland against Lynn is kind of a sneaky stack, and then uh, like we mentioned in the last game, uh, either side of the Pirates or the Bucks. Yeah, Boston, the Yankees also, big one. And I forgot to mention when we talked about that one, Luke Voigt's swinging a great bat. Yeah, so, he is. And he's very cheap on both sides still. So he, he's a nice piece of the Yankees to get in there against Pavetta. So that's one I, I wanted to throw in there before we walked off. But I like both sides there. I prefer the Boston side versus Heaney. Both are clearly in play. I like Atlanta, Baltimore, Tampa Bay. prefer the Tampa Bay side versus Watkins. Both are in play, though. And then you can just kind of slide through the rest. You mentioned um, Oakland is interesting. Don't I don't hate that, but I like the White Sox in that game. And then uh, the Dodgers closing it down. So lots of bats. We have like a, a nice core of pitching. Lots of bats to choose from on this Wednesday, which means lots and lots of home runs, Bogman, which means people need to follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB because they tweet out the other lineups and the home runs and the the news, all the good stuff. But they also tweet out Monday through Friday. 
the home run calls of the day. And since you've left, it's been cold. It's been cold. <laughs> I think I think Ryan Humphreys hit a crone on Monday, which it, it's cool. It, it, he got one. <laughs> but we need to get back on track here. So everybody, when they tweet out the home run call of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys, retweet that tweet. Three lucky retweeters get paired with each one of us. If our guy goes deep, you win some free swag. So Bogman, you're back in the saddle. Wednesday, August 18th, who's your home run call of the day? I feel like I'm stealing this one from you, but I'm going to take J.D. Martinez against Andrew Haney. You did not steal that from me. I'm I'm glad. I like that one a lot. I like a lot of teams <laughs> in Boston. Uh, missed this since batting practice pitchers, home run derby pitchers pitching for the, the Yankees. But I'm going to the trop, and you give me a pitch-to-contact right-handed pitcher, I'm going Brandon Lau going deep nice. for the Rays. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, there, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of damage in these games. So I like your call with J.D., I, uh, I'm going to take Brandon Lau. We'll see what Humphreys takes as well. It should be – I feel I feel swaggy. Swag is coming <laughs> this time, but it should be a good one. And uh, it's good to have you back, so we'll keep powering along. We'll be back with you guys for a Thursday episode, a shorter slate as it's a traveling day for most of baseball. But make sure you follow Bogman on, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I am at BD Entrick. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Good luck, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.